Hello, my name is John. Thank you for joining me for another journey on the prayer path. I hope as you join me, whether it's for your first time or your returning, that you are safe and well and coping okay with however the COVID-19 pandemic is affecting you and yours. The mission of the prayer path is to create an auditory pathway upon which you can spend some time in a personal, intimate and loving encounter with the Divine Presence, however you might identify that in your life. I personally identify with the Divine through the Christian tradition, so refer to the Presence as God. It is my blessing and privilege to be your guide on the prayer path for this journey, on which we will also later be joined by Neve. The prayer path is not recorded or mixed in a special studio, so please forgive the sounds of ordinary life that you might hear from time to time in the background. I invite you now to find a place where you can sit comfortably attentive, where the possibility of distraction is minimised for this short journey, and settle yourself. Leave out of your hands, heart and mind anything that you don't need right now. Intentionally surrender to the Divine Presence and action during this short time of prayer. You are divinely guided. Everything that happens to you, all the people that you meet, are put in your path by the Divine for your own growth and transformation. Keeping this in your awareness at all times can change everything. This week, the prayer path is honoured to bring you week five of our Lenten prayer journeys, which, using the Stations of the Cross as signposts along the way, will guide you along the pilgrim path that Jesus took to Easter joy, the Calvary Way. This week we will meet Jesus as he encounters the ninth and 10th Stations, his third fall and his being stripped of his garments. We will be helping you to imagine the scenes from the unique viewpoint of one of the people who encountered Jesus' loving, healing and forgiving ministry in their lives 
and we imagine is now following him closely as he takes his passion journey, the woman judged to be an adultery. But before we get started, I invite you to take a few minutes to prepare your body and mind for prayer. Having already taken up your seated posture, I invite you to gently close your eyes if you wish. Take a slow, deep breath in through your nose. Hold it for a second or two and then breathe out gently through your mouth. This will help your body to relax. Now take another. And one final one. Allow your breathing to return to normal. Become aware of the seat beneath you. Become aware of your feet as they make contact with the ground. Become aware of your hands as they rest gently in your lap, perhaps turned in a gesture of receiving. Allow yourself to become aware now of your regular breathing. Where in your body Can you feel this gift of breath that gives you life? At your nostrils? Your chest? Your abdomen? Your inhale and your exhale? Find it now. The divine is with you in every moment. I invite you now 
to acknowledge and allow the presence and action of the divine that is within you, above you, below you, beside you, all around you. Become present now to the presence, just as you are. That's how the divine sees you, accepts you, and infinitely and unconditionally loves you. Come as you are. Rest in this loving, tender, kind and compassionate presence. Feel it bear the weight of you, willingly and lovingly surrender. On the journey today, we will again use the beautiful music of Salt of the Sound to help set your focus, after which we'll follow Neve's voice, bringing you to the passion scenes themselves and their aftermath. Watch out for any word or phrase that stands out to you during these readings. Perhaps you'll identify with one of the characters of the story. Or perhaps you can put yourself in the scene. I'll offer some reflective prompts to guide your prayer. And there will be times of silence. Don't force anything. Just be and allow. Have a peaceful journey.
Simon said this one was down to him. He lost his footing and as he fell, he pushed Jesus to the ground. He said he felt badly about this, but wondered if maybe it was a reminder that when a man falls, he brings others with him. It was to be the final fall on the way, but led to the refinding of feet and to facing the road that was necessary on that Friday. Jesus, Simon recalls, looked back at me and sort of nodded. It's as if he was saying, I'm with you always, Simon. I know you didn't mean to fall or bring me down. We can, we will, we must get up again. When have there been times in your life when you looked at what was ahead, stumbled in your resolve and wondered about refinding your feet to keep going? Perhaps it's even happening now, amidst the crisis we face in our humanity, whether individual or collective. Can you hear Jesus' words? those reassuring words. We can, we will, we must get up again. just didn't seem able to get away from the first time I met him. 
I wasn't left with much clothing the day they dragged me down that street. Just enough. But I knew it was less than I needed for dignity's sake. I really resented them taking his clothes. No, I didn't say it, but I truly felt it was wrong. The woman who had walked over to me after he had spoken to her group said, There's no need for that. And there wasn't. As if they'd not taken enough. They actually cast lots to see who'd bring home his garments. I know for a fact the man that won didn't bring them home. They were just thrown there. Like everything else, they got lost in the bitterness of an angry mob. I've never been that comfortable in a crowd, especially when there's no shape to it, no heart in it. That was certainly one of his gifts. He put fresh heart into people and when they stifled that in the tearing of his clothes, something sacred was lost. What does hearing this story, this well-known story of someone being stripped of their dignity, evoke in you? Anger? Pity? Shame? Perhaps even guilt. How might you ask God to help you respond to that emotion now? What else has arisen for you in this time of prayer that you'd like to take to God now from your heart? Take some time.
As you come to the end of this journey on the prayer path, I invite you now to join with all seekers on the prayer path in a prayer for our community, written by Richard Rohr. The prayer contains a short silence for you to call to mind your own intentions. Acknowledging your oneness with and connectedness to all beings, and that what you send into the world affects the whole world, we pray. O great love, thank you for living in us and loving through us. May all that we do flow from our deep connection with you and all beings. Help us become a community that vulnerably shares each other's burdens and the weight of glory. Listen to our heart's longings for the healing of our world. Knowing you are hearing us, better than we are speaking. We offer these prayers in all the holy names of God. Amen. Special words of thanks go to Vincent Sherlock for his permission to use his wonderful book, The Stations of the Cross, as the inspiration for this Lenten programme. And to Salt of the Sound and Little Islands for their beautiful music. I'd also like to thank Neve for giving voice to the woman judged to be an adultery. And of course, I'd like to thank you all for joining me again on the prayer path please subscribe to The Prayer Path on your favourite podcast site so you'll receive all future prayer journeys. And do share it widely with anyone you feel it might benefit. The Prayer Path also has a Facebook page which you can follow. I invite you to remain in prayer or perhaps just silence for as long as you wish after this prayer journey concludes. And until you can join me again on the prayer path, and especially in these unprecedented times of crisis for our humanity, may the abundant peace and unconditional love of the divine be always with you, your loved ones, and the whole of creation. Stay safe, 
stay healthy, stay home if you can, stay kind, and God bless. Goodbye for now.